This is realestateinvestingmastery.com. Hey everybody, this is Joe McCall. I just wanted to let you know something really important. On this podcast where I interviewed Peter, I told you to go to the show notes and listen to the conference call that we're doing this week. So if you're listening to this later on down the road, maybe we're not doing a conference call this week um, or you missed it, I just wanted to give you a link real quick. So instead of going to the show notes, you can actually go to this link and listen to the conference call that Peter and I did where we talked about it. It is peterandjoe.com slash call. Again, peterandjoe.com slash call. You can listen to the conference call that Peter and I did this week, and uh, you can listen to the replay and check it out. All right, hopefully we can work with some of you guys. I'm excited about this market. I just got off the phone with two clients in the last 24 hours that are crushing it right now, doing well north of thirty dollars to $40,000 a month wholesaling real estate. So this can be done, and we're hoping that we can work with you and do more deals with you in your market. All right, thanks a lot. PeterandJoe.com slash call. All right, hey everybody, welcome to the Real Estate Investing Mastery Podcast. I hope you're doing awesome. I am. I am looking outside. It's a gorgeous day. Uh, I love working from home. Uh, The freedom that this business gives you is unlike anything other. I remember the days. Peter, have you ever had, by the way, I'm with Peter Vexelman. Peter, have you ever had a real job, like where you had to work in an office in a cubicle? Well, you know, it's funny you say that. I was just talking to some of our guys here. Only time I've ever had a real job, and it wasn't really a real job, was right out of college, and that was only because my grades are so bad, I couldn't even get an interview anywhere. I mean, I literally, you know, forget getting a job, I couldn't even qualify for an interview out of college. So the closest I ever got to that was actually selling some, I was sold some insurance for seven or eight months, did really, really good at it, but so, you know, it's not really a real job, but I did sit at a cubicle, so hopefully that answers your question. <laughs> no offense, but you would make a horrible employee. You, you, <laughs> you're right. That's, I, I take that as a compliment. Right. You are so unemployable. Uh, just because I know you and uh, the, the kind of, you're an entrepreneur, uh, and, and some people are just wired like that. I know a lot of people listening to this Probably everybody is wired that way. They have some kind of entrepreneurial gene in them where it's just you're trying to bust out and like I could never work for anybody else. So, um, guys, I want to welcome you to the podcast, realestateinvestingmastery.com. Listen, if you like this podcast, leave us a review on iTunes, please, and uh, let us know you like it. And tell your friends about it in Facebook. Leave us a review on iTunes. It's something that is really important to us, helps with the rankings, helps get the word out, let more people know about the podcast. And let us know as well on realestateinvestingmastery.com. Go there and leave a comment. Let us know uh, if you have any questions about that. I answer all those questions that come into the comment section at realestateinvestingmastery.com. So I am with Peter Vexelman. Those of you know, have heard our podcast for a long time. We've been doing these Brilliant at the Basics series with Peter for the last couple years. And uh, we've only done, Peter, 25 or so episodes. It feels like we've done a lot more than that. Um, Peter and I also wrote a book together, guys, called Brilliant at the Basics, and it's just about 
keeping the business really simple and being good at those simple things, being brilliant at the basics. And I wish I could say I invented that, I coined that phrase, but I didn't. Peter did. And Peter also coined one of my other favorite phrases, you can never go broke making money, right? (laughs) (laughs) Well, I appreciate that. Uh, uh, Give me a little credit there. So yes, those are two things that uh, uh, I try to run my business by and my financial philosophy by. But guys, Peter is crushing it right now in real estate. Last week from when this podcast is being uh, uploaded, uh, I posted a video that Peter did of him walking through his office. I posted that into the podcast. And it's pretty cool to see Peter. I remember when we first started working together, I don't even think you had an office. You were doing tons of deals from your home. And uh, you were working with a bunch of, well, you might have had an office, but you were never there, right? You know, it's funny you say that. Um, you're right. I wasn't there as much. Matter of fact, you know, you're just talking about having a job and now you're talking about an office. I literally just, you know, I was in my, I'm in my office now and I was in my office this morning and then I was like, man, I just need a change of break. So I jumped in my car, our, we have a lake house that's only about 15, 20 minutes away from the house, from our, my office. So I spent like an hour, I went to my lake house, I jumped in my boat, didn't even pull it out, just sat on my boat, just thought about different things, talked about different strategies. Yeah. Then I jumped back in the car, came here and uh, now talking to you. So, awesome. you know. Ability to control your own time and schedule, that's just the big thing. But yeah, no, I definitely got an office now. We got a bunch of people here. Tremendous amount of, thing, tremendous amount of good things going on. It's uh, just exciting. Yeah. Well, we're going to be talking about that. and That's why I wanted you on the podcast, Peter, because you're doing some amazing things right now in the realtor world. And I'm, it's not, I promise you guys, you have not seen anybody else doing this like Peter is doing it right now. So, the reason why Peter has an office and why he's working there now is because his business has exploded. And he's doing some amazing things. We're going to be talking about that. I just want to let you guys know, too, that Peter and I have been working together the last couple of years in, I don't even want to call it a coaching program because it's really not. It's a, it's a partnering program. We call it the Apprentice Program, where we will partner with people and open up new markets and do deals in new markets with other folks. We will provide all the support, do, set up all the systems, do all the marketing, and coach and partner with people through deals. And we've had some amazing success stories. We've been doing this for a couple of years now, and it's awesome. If you want more information about that, go to peterandjoe.com, peterandjoe.com. Uh, we've got guys, dozens and dozens of students all over the country right now doing deals left and right, and it's so much fun. It's so awesome to work with these guys. Um, Peter, we were talking recently about Beatrice. and Beatrice has been in our uh, program for maybe a year now. I I should know that. I don't, but but for a little while. And uh, at the first, you know, when she first started getting in, she was on our coaching calls. She was talking with us, asking a lot of questions and she's crushing it now. I mean, last time I talked to her, she's getting an average of four to five deals under contract every week which is amazing. And all she's doing is we're doing the marketing for her. She's pre-screening the leads. She's partnering with local wholesalers and uh, just crushing it. She's, she's going, she's, the, the progress that we see from, from Beatrice and other people like her, it makes me so happy. It makes me proud of what we're doing. And uh, I'm really proud of this program, Peter. I mean, this, this apprentice program that we've been doing now for a couple years, 
You've got students left and right. You see and you deal with most of them. A lot of them come over to Atlanta and hang out with you, don't they? Yeah, that's that's one of the things we offer our, our, our partners across the country, the ability just to come here and, and see what this real estate business looks like at a high level. You know, And it doesn't matter. It doesn't mean every single one of them wants to be at, at the level that we're at here. We got you know, 20 some employees here running around. We got, you know, deal after deal going on. I think I'm doing four deals just today alone. But but just just the feedback I get when they come in here, you know, whether they're doing, whether our partners are doing one deal a month or whether they're doing three deals a month or whether they're just getting started doing nothing. When they, You know, when they come in here and they see what an operation, you know, looks like at a high level. I mean, it's just, it's exciting. We try to catch them on videos afterwards when they leave and it's just, yeah. The the response has been just overwhelming. So yeah, it's it's great. So guys, if you want more information about that, we'll talk about it at the end of this podcast. But go to peterandjoe.com. Also this week we are um going to be doing a teleseminar talking more about this opportunity, so you you should definitely check that out and in the show notes of realestateinvestingmastery.com, go to this episode, just look up in the search bar, do a search for Peter and you'll find this episode. And in there will be a link to listen to that teleseminar. But you can also just go to peterandjoe.com to get more information about that. So, Peter, I wanted to talk with you about this strategy you've been doing now for maybe the last six-plus months um, where you're working very, very closely with realtors on the wholesaling side and the retail side of things. Now, for years, you've been doing tons and tons of marketing you're literally guys, I'm not kidding. I'm not saying this to puff up Peter because he's already puffed up. He doesn't need this. I'm just kidding. <laughs> uh, Peter is one of the biggest wholesalers in the entire country, guys. And how many markets are you in right now, Peter? Um, I'm probably about, eight, uh, about nine or ten states. Yeah, that's awesome. Yeah. So this guy knows what he's talking about. And uh, so Peter's, Peter's a, uh, a big wholesaler, and he does tons of mail, and for the longest time, Peter, you were doing the direct mail, doing different marketing, getting the leads coming in, and if they didn't want to sell their house to you, then you would just refer that lead to a realtor, right? That's the way you used to do it. Yeah, yeah. I mean, for, for you know, even before then, I did what most investors do. It's kind of market, try to get a deal, no deal, end of the lead. You know, maybe do some follow ups. Then we'd kind of transition into taking those throwaway leads, as we called them, and feeding them to to agents, you know, there were still some inefficiencies in that model and then we, you know, basically reversed the whole model and, and, and now just absolutely exploded, both exploded, you know, the investing side of our world and also the retail side of our world. So can you talk about that a little bit, Peter? Now when you're when you call comes in, when you have twenty something people in your office that are taking these calls live, which is really important. I hope everybody grabs the hold of that and starts implementing that. Whether you have a big business or not, you should be answering the phones live. All right, so what happens when the phone call comes in, Peter? Sure, sure. And, and you know, if you think about it, from a seller's perspective, if you're a seller anywhere in the United States, there's really only two types of people that you can ever talk to, right? You could talk to a real estate agent or you could talk to a real estate investor. That's it. You know, sellers have no other options. And, and when they talk, let's say they talk to a realtor, an agent, every agent has the exact same pitch across the United States, right? It's, you know, hire me because I'm the best, I'm the biggest, I'm the baddest, I'm the greatest, my broker's this, my company's this, this, this. So that's what every agent pitches. 
Every investor pitches the same thing. You know, give me your property at 50 cents and a dollar and then let's hug it out and be friends. So, you know, re so sellers are just trained to hear that all over the United States. So what we do is we take a very different approach. When our calls from sellers come in, we take what I call a consultive approach. Basically, we just tell these sellers there's options with us. For instance, Mr. Seller, we have the ability to uh, buy your property. You know, we have the ability to you know do this, this, all the way to the fact, Mr. Seller, we have the ability to just help you sell by listing your property. So what we want to do is we want to bring one of our licensed agents to your house, and on the spot, they could basically make a determination. So, so basically, the, the the goal now of our initial caller takers is very simple. It's to build a rapport with that seller, establish the relationship, develop trust, develop goodwill, give them options that they're not used to seeing. And wow, there's different options here. And really what happens is, you know, they build a lot of excitement with, with, with these sellers from our end about just the ability, wow, you know, this agent can, you know, uh, this agent can give me an offer, this agent can help me. So, you know, we're, we're basically, you know, again, we're taking a very consultive approach initially when, when, when sellers can contact us. Also, when you take that consultive approach, what that does is it gives you a bigger chance of being successful because that consultive approach gets our people in the door. And then the, the reality of it is, and, you know, it's not necessarily that I follow this reality, but it's still a reality Reality is you or I or anyone else out there is going to be a lot more uh, effective sitting across the table with someone face-to-face -face as opposed to trying to get all that stuff done on the phone. Yeah. So, you know, we're creating a lot of opportunity. You know, there's days where we're creating 60 to 70 of these appointments on a daily basis for our agents to go out there and get inside people's houses. So this is what's revolutionary, guys, and I don't know if you caught this, that these guys, when they're taking the calls, they're setting, all they're doing is setting up appointments for a realtor to go to the house. So, Peter, why, why are you doing that? Why don't you just try to get the listing or to um, or get behind the house on the phone? Well, look, as you know, we did that for years. Here's the problem with that strategy, and again, it goes back to what I just said. There's no one, I don't care how good you are, there's no one that is going to be as efficient and as effective on the phone as you will be face-to-face. -face. So for many years, that's exactly what we did here. You know, we blew up our phone, you know, six, seven, eight hundred, sometimes a thousand times a day with sellers. And we took the calls, we negotiated deals on the phone. And really, in a sense, what I did is I, for those years, I was playing the numbers game. You know... I just knew that if a thousand sellers a day call my office, somebody, somebody would simply say, hey, I'm ready to give this house away. But in the back of my mind, I always knew I was inefficient in that, in that philosophy. I mean, let's face it. I don't care if you're an organized franchise like the Vester guys, Homevester guys, or just a one-man show. Everybody knows it's all about getting in the door because that's where you're going to be the most effective and efficient. Again, I overcame that by simply playing the numbers game. You know, if you think about it, especially in today's world when, when, when sellers are talking to people over the phone, you know, we live in a world where there's not as much trust. There's a lot of phone scams going on. They have no idea if they're calling Nigeria, if they're calling Wyoming, if they're calling Atlanta. You know what I mean? Yeah. And, and, and really, 
you know, to someone like us, a house is a house is a house because we do them all the time. But to so many people out there, that is like the, the most major decision they may have made up in their lives. You know, I mean, that is the biggest asset they got. And and, and again, when you kind of have that phone interaction about the most, uh, uh, you know, most important mm -hmm. asset you have, it, you're just not going to be as effective. But at the same time, at the same time, I knew that how you know, look, I, I can have, um, you know, our phones ring a thousand times a day. I could never figure out the, how do I get people in the door. Meaning, you know, what I was saying, am I going to hire a thousand reps to go inside people's houses? So it was always a, it was just it was a, it was a nightmare infrastructurally. So I always just kind of put it in the back burner, try to figure it out, never could until all of a sudden this whole thing about being a real estate agent became evident, and that's when we said, okay. That is what we do to get people in the door. We utilize agents because there's no shortage of agents out there, and they're already trained and they know how to do this. And a lot of really, really good trained agents out there that understand how to close, understand sales. All right, so Peter, your sales reps, I mean the guys who are answering the phones, the guys and gals answering the phones, they're taking a consultative approach. And they're basically setting up an appointment for the realtor to go to the house, right? And before we talk about what they do at the house, I just want to clarify that, um, again, whenever you can meet the seller, they call it belly button to belly button, right? Toe to toe at the kitchen table where you're building rapport, you're looking at the house. You're always going to close more deals when you can meet the seller in person, right? Right. That's, no question. that's no part question. of being brilliant at the basics. Now, you can still do deals, you know, virtually with just a phone, um, but it always, always helps if you're meeting with the seller in person. So, Peter, when the realtor goes to the seller's house, what do they do there? Well, again, we continue with that consultive approach. Again, what are sellers used to seeing? Sellers are used to seeing realtors that show up. They want to get listing signed. They want to get exclusives. They want this and this and this. Whereas what our agents do is that initial 15 or minutes or so, they spent that time putting together a legitimate cash offer for us to buy that property. So what does that do psychologically? Psychologically, that seller is seeing something they've never seen before. I mean, they literally see an agent go to work for them. You know, that agent may be calling our office asking for a cash price. So that, so that tells that seller, wow, he's got buyers in the back end. So, so again, in that 15 minutes, more rapport gets built, a better relationship, more trust. Again, the uniqueness of everything we do gets exposed to, to, to the seller. And, and, you know, a better and better relationship gets built. So if, if a purchase price can be negotiated at that point, then an agent simply signs a very basic, simple straightforward purchase and sales agreement, brings it back to the office, it gets it back to us, and we pay him a commission literally that same week. So you're the buyer in that We're, case. Yes, that's right. Now, now let me tell you something else that's huge in this model that, that we had realized over a period of time. You know, if you think about it, and I know you're licensed, a typical agent, when they start in this business, you know, that first five, six months, you better not, you better not be expecting to bring a paycheck home. You know, you're ramping up your business, you're spending money on marketing, you're learning how to make calls and all this. 
Uh, and even at best, if you happen to get a listing in the first couple months, you know, it's going to take another couple months for the sales cycle to take place. But what we're, with this model, when we're giving our agents stability to put a cash offer together, what that also does, it gives the agent the ability to make money now. Yeah. We, we got a girl here, uh, her name is Jennifer. She started with us two and a half weeks ago. She's already got three deals locked up under contract and about $3,000 in her pocket. Nice. So, so, so what that does, what that does, A, to the agent, puts them in a position they've never been put in before, that they could literally make money immediately. But what that does from someone's like my end, or let's say a broker's end, it's a recruiting tool. It's a huge recruiting tool to get the top agents on board. Because among everything else, setting appointments for them, qualifying appointments, on top of that, our model literally allows our agents to make money now. Again, totally unheard of. You know, everything I'm explaining now that, you know, people who are listening should be like, gosh, I never thought, I've never seen this, I've never experienced this. Well, guess what? Agents and brokers have never experienced a model that allows a, a, an agent to step in and literally make money immediately in this business. Very, very powerful part of this model. Very powerful part. So in a, in, a, in a certain sense, these agents are acting like bird dogs for you, right? Where yeah, we're generating the leads for them, obviously. We're setting appointments. Yeah. But, but yeah, in essence, they're going out there. They become kind of like our negotiators. So the, the realtor is coming to the seller's house, meeting them and saying, well, I got good news for you. I already have a buyer for your house. And I can imagine that sounds like music to the seller's ears. Maybe it's not the price that they want, but it, 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 it's, they say, listen, I got a buyer right now for your house. How does that, um, and the realtor will, will create a, a cash offer and put it, um, they, do they use your contracts or the realtor's contracts for that cash offer, Peter? They use our contracts for that, just a basic purchase and sales contract. All right, so they'll write up a contract with you as the buyer and does the realtor come up with that price or do you how does a realtor know what price to offer uh, we teach him we teach him but they also have the ability to call our office until they learn and then we give them cash prices right over the phone which by the way is a good thing to do even some of our experienced agents are doing that because when you're doing that in front of the seller it tells that seller subconsciously wow He's got buyers in the back end. He's already talking to buyers about my home. Yeah. You know? Yeah, which is uh, huge from a positioning standpoint. Um, absolutely. But, you know, it, it, getting that price right isn't super critical or important because you can always go back and renegotiate a better price, can't you? Exactly. You know, if you hear me talk about, you know, negotiations is negotiations. And it only starts at the point that you get a property locked up. So the goal is to find a motivated seller, and motivated seller, how we define a motivated seller, somebody that's willing to do a reasonable price drop, get it locked up, and then if, it, you know, if the deal doesn't work out during the, the, during the inspection period, then you could renegotiate it to a better deal uh, at that point. So theoretically, your realtors could just get you know, the fair market value of the house, and they could knock 20 30% off of that and present that as the offer to the seller, right? Yeah, I mean, they start out much lower, and then, but they have the ability to work their way up into, into some higher numbers. That is correct. All right, good. So then uh, the realtor will present an offer. It's a cash offer. You're the buyer. When do you pay that agent? So let's say they take that cash offer. 
do you pay that agent after you sell the deal after you flip it? Yeah, we, we again. This is where that the uniqueness of, of uh, the ability to make money right away comes in play. We we break it up into two parts. When they bring the contract back, we do some basic overview of the contract, do some little due diligence on the property, and they get paid that following Monday. Wow! They get paid a fourth of their a fourth of the commission, and then then when I buy it, when we close in a deal, uh, then then. Um, um, then when we close in the deal, we pay him the other three fourths of the commission. So on the on a wholesale deal, uh, how much total are you paying the agent? Is it a percent, like three percent of the deal, or uh, we just pay a flat fee? We pay two thousand. I'm sorry, we pay two fifty at the contract and uh, at the contract time, and then another seven fifty when we buy it. So it's about a thousand dollars per deal that you're yeah, paying. Yeah, thousand dollars for a fifteen twenty minute mini. You know, our agents love it. I mean, just absolutely love it. Well, that's fantastic. I mean, obviously, that's not as much as they would get on a commission, but it's a lot less work and it's a lot faster. So yeah, absolutely quicker, faster, cleaner, a lot more vanilla, and all that kind of stuff. And you're giving them the leads. They're not doing any marketing for this. We're doing all the marketing. We're qualifying with the, the caller. I'm sorry, the sellers with a series of about twelve questions. Uh, we're setting appointments for them. You know, we provide a huge training operation how we train them to do this. So yeah, it's 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 unbelievable the buzz we have here around our agents. And I mean, you know, a good agency <coughs> like a good real estate brokerage, mm-hmm. you know, they can have. Uh, a recruiting month with um, <coughs> a recruiting month with four people on board, and that's like like our broker's got 160 agents. They put in four agents a month, and that's considered like great. We're, we're recruiting to it, and, and you know here we are operating our own building, no shingle above the door, no real brokerage in house. Yeah. I'm not even licensed, and we're putting in like. You know, as many as three a week on our team agents. You don't even have anything on your walls. Your bookshelves are empty in your office. <laughs> and my bookshelves, and you know, the, I don't even have that bookshelf anymore. Okay. Now it's just, now it's just bare walls. Right, right, right. Which is awesome. And uh, all right, so then let's say the realtor makes the cash offer and the seller doesn't accept it. What's what happens next? Well, then what happens? That agent then flips that into a regular listing presentation. But again, because they built rapport, because they've established trust, because they built a relationship, because they've shown that seller something they've never seen before, an actual agent presenting a cash offer, because that seller now in the back of his mind is realizing, wow, this agent's special, this agent's got buyers, because all that happened, the ability to flip that in, that seller into a regular listing is just the numbers are just through the roof. I mean, we've had agents here for like 30 days time frame and they would be, you know, they, they, they put like 15 listings on the board in the first month. We've had agents here out of school, real estate school, brand new in the city with no sphere of influence and no one to call on and no real knowledge of this business in the first 30 days have like seven or eight listings. So, so you know, what happens in this model when we, when you know, when I combined all this, A, a, um, my investment opportunities went through the roof because now we were in there face to face, and you know, as you call it, belly button to belly button, we call it hand to hand kind of combat. 
And so the, my investment opportunities went through the roof. But at the same time, at the same time, my retail world, my retail team just absolutely exploded too. So it just, it, it's, it's, it's something that I don't think, I, I know no one's doing this at an organized level across the United States. I, I think this is going to be, <coughs> I think in the next couple of years, this could take off and could be the way real estate's going to be done a couple of years from now. Yeah. Very good. That's now, so these agents are getting these listings. Uh, they're paying you, even though you're not licensed, you have somebody in your business who is licensed, correct? Yeah, that's right. Just accept the commissions. So you're, and I believe it's your wife, maybe, maybe that's not. Right. It is. Okay. So yeah. she, uh, she, she's licensed. She owns a company with you. She's the, the, the reason why or how the other brokers can pay you the commission is uh, through, your, through your spouse. And you get a certain percentage of the, of the commissions, right? Correct. What, do you mind sharing what percent of that commission you get? 30%. 30%, nice. For not doing any of the work. So you get the commission through your wife. Um, I wanted to ask you, Peter, about what areas are you targeting? Now, you're going into different markets. You're sending a ton of direct mail. Uh, are you, you know, is there a certain demographic you're going after? Are you sending mail to absentee owners? Are you sending mail to only nicer areas? We're, no, we're, no, nothing changed from the marketing. Same old stuff. Okay. Same old stuff. I mean, the, the marketing works the exact same way. There's no uh, same, same non-owner rock, all that stuff. Yeah, so you're sending to absentee owners. You're sending to <laughs> high equity yep. owners. Yep, yep. Same thing, absentees and all that. You know, what, what we're going to, in the process of doing is going to owner rocks too on this because it's such a heavy retail-driven model also. Good. The, uh, and you're, you're probably not targeting the, the, uh, the really rough neighborhoods, right? No, no, we still are. We still are. Because remember, we're still looking for investment deals with this. Okay. I mean, the model hasn't changed. It's just it's a more inclusive model. So, what we're, it's not, so we're not tightening anything. If anything, we're expanding, like going to owner rocks and stuff like that. Yeah, this is amazing. This is really, really amazing, and it's groundbreaking because uh, I don't know anybody else doing this. And it's not only, Peter, are you seeing a dramatic increase in the number of deals that you're flipping in your wholesaling operation, you're also seeing a ton of listings. Could you give us some more, maybe some average numbers, because you've been doing this for a little while now. Um, on a, an average realtor that's working with you um, full-time, let's say, okay, um, and a period of 30 days, on average, how many wholesale deals is that realtor bringing you, and how many listings are they getting? Well, it's the model still so new, just three to four months old. It's I can't say there's an average per okay. agent. I, I don't, but I will tell you, we picked up over 200 listings in those three or so months. Wow. And I, yeah, and in my investment, you know, uh, has gone through the roof. Awesome. And so yes. you, before you were doing this, you were wholesaling on average uh, 30 deals a month, and that's been going up. So you've gotten. 200 listings in the last two to three, four months that you've been doing this, two to four months. Yeah, we're, we're over 200. We got, on the listing side, I think we got like 45 properties on, of those under contract. I mean, it's, it's, you know, you get to this point where it just becomes a self-perpetuating model because guess what 200 listings do? 
they blow up your phone with buyer leads, other seller leads, relatives not want to list. You know what I mean? Yeah. So just it just it's it starts perpetuating crazy high. So you've partnered with you're going into other cities and you're partnering with local brokers. So you're not you haven't built a brokerage that everybody comes under you. You're partnering with other brokers. Is that right? Correct. I mean, locally here we partnered up with the brokerage, but yeah, across the city we're partnering. Okay. How do you find those kinds of brokers to partner with? Um, word of mouth. You know, we've done no advertising. People hear about us. Like yesterday, we had a group, our third group from California in. You know, we're in San Francisco now. We're in Silicon Valley. The group from yesterday is getting started. Um, forgot where they're getting started from. So, yeah, people are hearing about it. They're talking to their friends. You know, we're doing this in Utah now, Las Vegas, in Philly, in Chicago, in Charlotte, Charleston, Myrtle Beach, Jacksonville, Orlando, uh, you know, obviously here in Georgia. So it's, it's – it's, and we're in a process right now, knock on wood, putting together probably the biggest deal I've ever been involved with with a group out of Miami. That, that would be a game changer if we can get those, that group on board. Well, no wonder you're getting a bigger office. <laughs> I need a bigger office. And uh, these these brokers that are working with you, they're helping to pay for the marketing too, aren't they? They they do pay for the marketing, correct? Yeah. And you are um, so when you know if if you're doing deals in another city, let's say Salt Lake City, Utah, whatever. And um, are you still the buyer on those deals? Um, it depends. Like in my Jacksonville operation, I am the buyer. In a number of other ones, they already have a buying entity. You know, they already have an investment side to their model, so I'm not. It just depends on a on a market per market uh, deal. Okay, so the broker is paying for the marketing, but you're still sending the marketing out yourself, right? And yeah, that's that's the key to what we do. We control the marketing from this end. Right. That's and the that's one of the big values we bring to the table. Exactly, and you are um, taking the calls in house. How many? How many calling sales reps do you need um, per market, do you think? Usually one per market to get started with. Okay. All right. And uh, so one person can handle all those calls. You're, are you using a certain software to manage all these leads as they come in? I uh, will use PipeDrive. PipeDrive. One of these days I'll convince you to switch to Podio, but actually you're probably too big to do that now. <laughs> Uh, yeah, no, I hear good stuff about Podio, you know, um, just, you know, pipe drive's fine for us. <laughs> pipe drive is very good. You're absolutely right. I don't mean to knock your system. Pipe drive is really good. And those of you that are, you know, looking for something to use, look at it. Pipe drive is very simple and it, it allows you, Peter, doesn't it? To take these leads and share them with other people all over the country. That's where, right. Where they get access to pipe drive themselves. So you can set up That's a right. new... Not in an account, but it's all under your account. But you yep. can share cities with other brokers, and That's they can right. go in and um, you know get those leads and update. So they update the leads in PipeDrive as well, so your team can see the updates. That's right. That's right. That way, everybody can track everything, what's going on, and all that kind of stuff. Good, good. Now you don't have to share your secret sauce for like what kind of postcards you send or whatnot. But are you sending just the regular? investor, obnoxious, I want to buy your house? Yeah, I mean, the goal of our marketing has always been to blow up our phones. 
So all, all most of our marketing uh, material we use is designed to create that, create that curiosity, to create the phones to ring, and then our callers do what they got to do in terms of converting those callers into into clients. Excellent. Just one more, maybe two more questions for you, Peter. We're almost done here. Um, if somebody wants to do this this type of style of investing uh, in their own market, first go to peterandjoe.com. Go to peterandjoe.com. Fill out an application. You can work with us one on one, and we'll help you get this set up. We'll set up the systems, uh, and we'll do the marketing for you, so you can get this going. So that's number one. But t- Peter, what would you say to somebody who wants to start something like this in their city? And by the way, let me say this: I forgot to mention this too. Um, I was doing something very similar to this last year with I'm a, I'm a realtor with Keller Williams. Keller Williams is a great company, and uh, I was playing with this idea back then. And Peter, you're getting thirty percent commissions. Um, right. I was talking to some agents. I was going to some of the top producing agents in Keller Williams, and I was asking them. I said, "Listen, if I do the marketing, if I pay for the marketing, and if I set up the appointment." Would you be willing to share with me 50% of the commissions? And you know what they said? Uh, yeah. Is that, that's a dumb question. <laughs> right? So, you know, and I'm not sure how that would work on a bigger scale or, you know, what you're working with outside of your brokerage. But, you know, you may be able to find realtors that if you can set up appointments for them, would be willing to share with you 30 to 50% of the commissions as well. And that's if you're paying for the marketing. I mean, if That's they're right. paying for the marketing, it's it's going to be different. But um, I agree with what you said. Totally. Yeah. All right. So what what would you recommend, Peter, someone to do who wants to do something like this in their city? You mean if they want to do it by themselves? Yeah. If they don't well, want to work with us, I, I connect with a local agent. You know, you're probably going to have to go through a number of them. You know, hopefully, after listening to us here for the last forty or so minutes, everybody understands what the model is. It's basically get, getting agents in there to to handle the appointments. Start with a cash offer and then flip them into a listing. So you want to connect with the right agent, and you know there's really no secret to that other than you got to talk to a bunch of agents, explain the model, make sure they buy into the model, make sure they they will actually run these appointments, make sure you got a trackable system, and above anything else, make sure they can convert once you get them in the door. You know what I mean? And and that's really how we started. You know, initially I started with an agent that doesn't even work for me anymore. But that's how we started. You know, we found one agent, give him a try. You found another agent, give him a try. You know, and on and on and on until we found the right agent. Then we ran with that agent for a while. Then we decided to go into a team format and all that. So, but the key is because the marketing doesn't really change, the front end call actually gets easier. Instead of negotiating, now all you're doing is booking appointments with a consultative approach. So, yep. you really dumbed down that position now. And then, then, um, uh, then you got to get the right agent involved, and then after the agent, you know the process is pretty much the same. If it's an investment property, you go, you do whatever you do with your current investment properties. You know, wholesale them, buy them, hold them, rent them, retail them, whatever. So that doesn't change. And if they flip it into a retail listing, then they take over, and you're out of the loop too. So it's really just that middle piece that changes. Take the initial call is different. And who goes out to the appointment? That's the piece. Those are the two pieces that are different. Excellent. And I, the uh, from a technical standpoint, Peter, when your your call center takes the calls and makes the appointment, um, 
how do you figure out when the realtor can meet the seller? Do you just go ahead and make the appointment? Do, they, do you have a way to view their calendar, or how well, do you we, do that? We got Google Docs, and we have a we have one person that nothing but coordinates appointments because you know, like I said, we 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 set dozens of these on a daily basis, so we have a whole appointment coordinator. But that would be something between whoever does this and their local agent. They could either tap into like their Google Docs calendar and book it for them, or maybe they could just say, hey, the agent will call you in the next 20 minutes, and so they're anticipating the call. That really just depends how, how, how sophisticated the infrastructure there is. Yeah, I have a friend who does something similar where um, his lady who answers the phone just goes ahead and makes an appointment for every seller that calls in, and he'll go and meet the appointment. Um, but then he'll... Once the appointment is in his calendar, he'll look at the deal and call the seller back uh, to either verify the appointment, confirm it, or to maybe ask some more questions uh, before they actually go out there. So just make the appointment. You can work yeah. out those details later. Reschedule it if you have to. Uh, yeah. Ask some questions. Cancel it if you have to, or go ahead and just keep yeah. it and make it, make it. So the other cool thing about this, Peter, that most people don't realize is when that appointment is made, that many times is going to stop the seller from going out and continuing to find other buyers and contacting other wholesalers. That's right, no question. There's, you know, the more you discuss this, the more you see the the options, the opportunities, and the upside of this whole model. It's huge. Good, good. Well, I can't think of any other questions. I'm questioned out. And, All right. Uh, Ask some good questions. This has been really, really good, Peter. I appreciate your willingness to share this. Yep. Be open about it. It's a strategy that's really working. And guys, if you want to work closer with Peter, doing this same thing in your market, if you want to work closely with me, get my team to do your marketing for you, to set up Podio, to set up your websites, to give you the cash buyers, to give you the realtors to contact, to give you to help you with your bird dog marketing, your direct mail marketing, to give you the VAs. We'll even do all your follow-up for you. It's a complete business in a box. We'll set up and run these systems for you. But you have to apply. We don't just work. We're not just looking to work with anybody. You've got to apply. And to get more information about that, go to peterandjoe.com. Peterandjoe.com. And uh, if if you just want our book, you can get our book for free at freebasicbook.com. Freebasicbook.com. And we talk about brilliant at, being brilliant at the basics. Uh, thank you very much for your time, Peter. Appreciate it. I enjoyed it, Joe. Thanks for having me, buddy. Take care. Bye-bye. See you. Bye.